0: um um er ooh um yeah. um <laughs> more Your doom awaits, good sir, as you walk into yet another Game of Thrones rehashing as we sprint toward the premiere of Season 7, Game of Thrones, Episode 1, this Sunday, July 16th, somewhere on premium cable and I'm your host Johnny Kobasa, coming at you one more time hope you've been enjoying these rehashes so far it doesn't really matter if you like Game of Thrones or not does it I don't think so but hey let's talk about season six finally into season six last year's seasons which means I already wrote Game of Thrones minutes for all of them but luckily this is the extended remixes of all of them because I had some notes and I don't have to fit it all in in one minute. But, hey, get ready for next week's brand new Game of Thrones minutes on the Mark Aram show when he finally gets back from the World Series of Poker. Unless he wins the World Series of Poker, then we might never see him again. <laughs> and I wouldn't blame him one bit. So
1: This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. And now on the Sausage Mark Garum Show, Podcast. it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute two. with Johnny Kilbasa And
0: nobody else this week. We're going to go straight at it, and I'm coming straight for you. Season 6, Episode 1, where we talk with the Red Woman. If you remember... At the whole, the end of the last season, Jon Snow was dead on the ground and a bunch of people were all over the place. So now we've got a brand new season. Let's see what's going on there. You know? What can we do? Let's cram it all down in one glorious minute.
1: Shame. Shame. That's... Shame.
0: Yes. Season six, episode one, the red woman. The forty two week wait was over. Is John So's dead? Is Stannis dead? Is Marcella dead? Is Sansa dead? Is Arya blind? Is Cersei showered? Is in bondage? Are the dead risen? Let's see. A Castle Black. Jon Snow is in the snow. He's been there for a year. No wait, he's been there overnight. And no one noticed. Sir Davos to the rescue. Is he dead? We don't know. Get him on the dinner table. Is he dead? We don't know. Alistair Thorne goes a two brute and Ali aged a year overnight. The Red Woman sees Jon flaming at Winterfell, and Ed runs off for pizza and wildlings. Meanwhile, at Winterfell, Ramsay feeds his girlfriend to the hound. Sans and Rigo polar bear and get caught. But it's Brienne and Pod to the rescue. Then Pod slips and it's Rick to the rescue. Brienne swears to for the southern's time. You will always have meat and mead at my table. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, it's gold their crowd and gold their shrouds for Cersei. See you, Marcella. Cersei gets nuttier and Jaime's about to go full Lannister on everybody but Ella wants you to suffer meanwhile in Dorne, Hilaria Sand stands up for women li- women's lib, see a Dorian Martell and the Sand Snakes put oh, and the Sand Snakes put Spirit of schnoz. and it's C is Tristane Martell, weak men will never rule Dorne again, meanwhile in Marine, Tyrion and Varys go for a stroll, Tyrion wants to eat babies and it's burn baby burn for the Miranese fleet, meanwhile in Rohan Jorah and Dario pretend they're Aragorn and Legolas in two towers, get some ointment Jura elsewhere in horse country, Khaleesi flashes her ID and shuts up Roman Reigns, and she gets to go to the Dothraki nursing home for old cow widows. Then, meanwhile, in Bravos, Aria learns to wax on, wax off while blind. Then, back at Castle Black, Davos needs mutton and the red woman. You've not seen a do what I've seen a do. And oh boy, the red woman took off her beer goggles and turned into the hag from Popeye, and damn, does she need some moisturizer?
1: Shame shame
0: shame so there you go season six episode one for you what's that all about all kinds of stuff going on here in season one as we kick things off remember how how long it took to wait for all that stuff oh the 42 week wait and now we're in the midst of like a i don't know a 58 week wait or something like that it's crazy how long we've had to wait for this new thrones and we're not going to get as many episodes but I'll take a little Game of Thrones over no Game of Thrones, and what happens this season? (laughs) So we start off with Jon, the same dead place as he was when we left him. Um, I don't know if they actually did that before, where new seasons start off exactly the same place where they stopped. So it's just kind of early, early morning, and Jon Snow's laying there bloody and... And, you know, Davos comes out for a smoke or something. He's, like, er, up early and looking for the paper outside his door. And then he sees him, and everybody's like, whoa, what the hell is going on here, dude? Yeah, nobody noticed. He would just sat there overnight. Oh, I didn't see a thing, man. Yeah, so what can you do about that? I don't know. Yeah, they So a bunch of people run out at the same time, and they pick him up and get him on the dinner table and lay him out there. And they're like, hmm. i I mean i would have thought that they i don't see why they didn't think he was dead i mean i guess they maybe they did think he was dead and they just brought him inside and goes what the hell's going on here it would it would have been surprising you know for and especially for those dudes in that room right there you know you had the trustworthy guys you had ed everybody likes ed ed's you know loyal to the end and here's his here's his dude john snow laying cold and bloodied (laughs) and and, and looking dead and all these guys kind of look. And there's a couple other dudes in there and they're kind of looking at each other and they're like um i guess we really can't trust each other as much as we used to or no i guess we can't trust anybody else we can pretty much only trust the people in this room and they're like well i guess we're all stuck in this room and we're gonna have to fight our way out because davos is like i don't you know what do you want what do you want to do they're gonna kill us next because John was our boy, blue, you know what I'm saying? So Ed has a good idea. We don't know what it is yet, but he's like, "Um, hold on here. I'm going to head out and see what I can see what I can do." All right? So Ed bolts. <laughs> and Alistair Thorne comes knock knock knocking on the door, and he's like, "Hey guys, um I'll tell you what. <laughs> you got till sundown. Um, you guys can come out here and everything will be cool. If not, you're going to die pretty much. So we'll come back and see what's going on there. (laughs) Then we head on down the King's road to Winterfell and (laughs) Ramsey, Ramsey, Ramsey. Oh, Ramsey. He was, he he showed a little bit of a great acting job here by the dude that plays Ramsey. He looking at his dead lover, Miranda, and we all remember her bony hips, which we loved. And then remember the face plant she did over the top rope when she got Pearl Harbor at the end of last season. And Ramsey shows a, a bit a teeny teeny tiny bit of a of of emotion there when he he gives her a lot of props i He first saw her when she was eleven. He really you know, I think that was his ride or die chick pretty much throughout all the years because she was just uh, pretty much just as crazy as he was or that's what she made him think because, you know, if you see crazy, pretty much the only way to handle crazy is crazy. So good for her. She knew knew how to work and she was definitely jealous of Sansa. So it was just a matter of time before someone was going to kill her and they did. And (laughs) Ramsay's just like, dude, um, I'm having a moment here, and then whoever was with him—I forget who—was like, oh, "Should I? Should I arrange for her burial and uh, do something fancy?" And he's like, "No, take her out, <laughs> feed her to the hounds. It's good meat. <laughs> perfect, perfect heel way to go out of that scene." It always seems like in Game of Thrones. They definitely—it's like they write. They must write the scenes around the last line, you know, because it's all almost like every scene that they go to it's like they end with a good line you know feeder to the hounds <laughs> that was sweet so then we head on out into the 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 snows outside of winterfell apparently sansa and and theon survive that insane fall into the snow like it was nothing because they could just get up and run you know it's kind of weird that miranda face planted from half the distance and died but Tyrion or Tyrion, theon and sansa jumped but who cares so they made it they're running around and they're trying to stay warm they they, they make it through the river they think oh yeah and then that's the what everybody does in every movie. You know, if you're chased by dogs, you gotta go through the river. And it seems like anybody who's ever been chased by dogs has has, has to come up to a river <laughs> that's precarious to cross, you know? And of course, it looked cold. I wonder if they shot that in a really cold place or if they just laid that snow down because it looked cold. And Sansa would, did a great job of acting walking through that water that's really cold. So they... I guess they didn't have to go to, you know, I guess there wasn't a bridge 20 miles away or something like that. But they make it through and they're like, OK, I think we're, we're good. Let's hide under this tree. And then all of a sudden you just hear the dogs, the hounds, the hounds are coming. And <laughs> so, you know, it's like, well, what are Theon and Sansa going to do? And just as the dogs come up on them, we think, well, this is it. They're both going to get caught. Because that would have been so typical to just have them get caught and then just make it worse for both of them. I mean, could you imagine if Ramsey would have got his hands on him, hands on him right then? Oh, It would have been the grossest thing ever, I think. But, horses, it's Brienne and Pod to the rescue. And they beat the crap out of Supposedly, six of Ramsey's best men. Who thought that? You know, but she took him out, and Pod is kind of bumbling, but then Reek, Reek picks up a sword and gets into the action and kills anybody. And then Brienne finally swears allegiance for the hundred thousandth time, and Sansa's like, Oh, yeah, I've got a bit I got to read here. Uh, let me see if I can remember it. Um, let's see. Uh, to the end of my days, you'll have a place in my hall. And, and, and then Pod has to remind her meat and meat at my table, which is one of my... That I want a t-shirt that says meat and meat at my table. You always have meat and meat at my table. So good for them. Looks like we're saved so far. Or at least Brienne has some sort of knowledge of what the hell she should do in, in a situation like this. I mean, she's only been chasing them for 100 years. So let's go down to King's Landing where everybody sees Marcella's dead and... Cersei is about to go Mount Vesuvius, I think. You know, Cersei is just like, oh, I'm so, I'm so angry right now. I am going to kill everybody, everybody. And Jamie's mad, and he's, you know, he wants, so they're they're just ready to go full crazy on everybody. Full crazy. <laughs> so then, I, I and then we just keep on going south real fast, on down to Dorne. Where Illyria Sand is acting all cool, so you should have known something right off the bat that Illyria Sand was being nice to Doran Martell, like all oh, buddy buddy. Like, oh, this ain't gonna, this got to be something else going on here. And she's just kissing his ass, and he's walking around. I think he's had the gout, so his gout was doing for better, so he was allowed to walk around. You know, you got to lay off the, lay off the booze and the um, bacon there, Doran. <laughs> so then in the sand uh, so so they're like well let's all hang out and be friends and here's my sand snakes and they're your nieces and all that stuff and then all of a sudden oh stab you in the back big black dude i forget what his name is but he was pretty cool i love the i love the blade on the end of his spear so see ya and then Alaria takes boom boom see ya, doran martell woo 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 and then they go right to, oh, okay, here's uh, Tristain Martel on a boat. And I don't, I'm don't. i not really sure. Was he on the same boat that everybody else was on? I'm not exactly sure which boat that was. But then the, the two sand snakes come in, and they're actually, aren't they related? Like, which one of you want me to, which one of you, which one of us do you want to us to kill you? And he's like, well, um, I'm going to pick you. What's the dumbest? I mean, this is really the dumbest move. Tristane could like oh I'm yeah you just sit over there while I try to kill your sister and I'm going to turn my back on you real quick and then we'll see how this goes and he pulls out his little um, aria sword it looks like needle it's not even a real sword it's a little I wouldn't call it a, a girl sword because that I mean needle could can take down a big man so it looks like needle but anyway great scene here of a spear coming through Tristane's face <laughs> Like anybody, everybody, and like I, he made the total horror movie mistake. Don't, don't look away, man! And then shramp the spear through the face. I mean, how many times have you seen a nice spear through the face? It was that was cool. So see ya, see ya, Tristane Martel. We hardly knew ya. Weak men will never rule Dorn again. I like that. The Sand Snakes seem like they're a little better a little better at kill a little batter asser this this time than last season, so good for them. Who knows what we're gonna see of them and through the rest of the season. But then so we, we have to go all across the narrow sea. So Tyrion and Varys are like running things all of a sudden in Marine and Tyrion just kinda shifts into administrator mode. He just went from like hopeless drunk to befuddled guy to okay i'm in charge now and him and Varys are like well let's go walking around and they always everybody loves their scenes together because they're great and i love it when var says you you walk around like you walk around like a rich man or something like that and you you walk dude you walk around like you're owed the concrete beneath your feet or something like that and and Tyrion was great because he had both of his hands behind his back like nobody walks like that (laughs) but it's a great way it's a great acting he's a great actor Tyrion's everybody's favorite so they walk around and they get to know the people and then oops like oops okay something happened here oh what oh somebody burned all of our ships well so much for that ride across the narrow sea uh didn't see that one coming i guess we probably should have thought about that but all of our ships are on fire okay not a good day so far what are we going to do about that i guess we'll find out later on so then we have to we have to go out to the middle of nowhere and here's our girl or no here's jorah and Dario. you know the old on the ro- buddy road trip here, here we go buddy 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 drapes in through the north of whatever Essos land that is and they're like hey let's see here this totally is Aragorn wrote um tracking down the hobbits it's like a hobbit lay here ah uh, his bonds were broken he went over here so then they just happen to see all these oh like oh the entire Dothraki horde came and circled around this one spot let's check out the one spot oh there's Khaleesi's ring we're on our way here we go let's find him and then we have to go to broadband there's so many things going on in the show bravos Arya's blind on the street and then <laughs> the waif comes and picks on her and beats her up which was funny I, i'm sure she or it or whoever that is whatever that personless person is takes advantage and gives her this couple stick treatments so then davos then we go back to um castle black davos is like well it's time to see what we can do here And he asked for mutton from Alistair Thorne because he's like, I'll give you a fresh horse and let you you go south, just come out. He's like, I need mutton. I'm not a good hunter. Davos always has some good lines too. He's a practical man. So then the red woman... so we, then we pretty much get to the end of it it's like real fast whip around episode because we just have to like say hi to everybody because it's episode one and we have to throw in some stuff here so then we see the red woman we see the red woman getting ready to bed down and she's all man she's just despondent and she's not feeling good and she take and she like oh and, and, and no good like they always say no good nudity goes unpunished in castle black so we get a nice shot of her taking off a robe and then she takes off her magical necklace apparently and turns into <laughs> turns into a ninety year old woman. Great scene, uh, great uh, mise en scène in this scene, and um, bravo to the nude woman who took her place. Uh, was a great. Great way to end it. Although hopefully you finished before they wiped over to that place. So that's about it. Season one, right? Yeah. So I mean, so we got it kicked off. Good, nice work, everybody good to see everybody again that's how it went pretty much um and we just have to pretty much go
1: straight to episode two this is lancel lannister and you're listening to the game of Thrones minute with johnny kilbasa And
0: now on the Sausage Hot Podcast, it's
1: time for the Game of Thrones Minute Minute with
0: Johnny Kielbasa. And nobody else, so we're just going to keep it right on going here in episode two. We're going to call it Here's Johnny, because what do we see here? Let's go. Game of Thrones minutes.
1: Shame. Shame.
0: Episode 2, here's Johnny up in Santa's workshop. Brandon and Brewmeister Smith from Strange Brew find the flux Capacitor and see that Hodor is actually wily and used to be able to talk. It's beautiful beneath the sea, but if you stay too long, you will drown. Willis, I saw you as a boy, and you could talk. Hodor. (laughs) The children tells Mira that Brandon Stark needs her. Meanwhile, at Castle Black, Alistair knocks on the door and Ed shows up with pizza and wildlings. Throw them into the cells where they belong. They get everybody else and then Jon looks dead, but I'm not sure. Meanwhile, down at King's Landing, a drunk commoner tells a sausage story and Sir Robert Strong smashes his head into the turnbuckle for the win. Cersei and Bob back down from the Kingsguard. Tommen and Jamie look at dead Marcella. Tommen regrets sending his mom naked through the streets, but I sure don't. Father Dirtbag talks trash to Jamie and brings out the fetal from Yar Kung Fu and Tommen talks to his mother finally Marine, while and marine. Varys, Masande, and Grey Worm discuss the fall of eastern civilization Tyrion drinks and knows things then chills with Rhaegar and Viserion next time I have an idea like that punch me in the face then a quick trip to Braavos to see Arya paint the fence and get a room back a girl has no name meanwhile in Winterfell the Boltons discuss killing Jon Snow if you acquire a reputation as a mad dog you'll be treated as a mad dog taken out back and slaughtered for pig feed Fat Walda has a baby re- red-cheeked and healthy. Ramsey sends his congratulations to his dad with a dagger to the gut. See a Roose Bolton. And after a quick trip to the kennels, it's see a Fat Walda and baby her to Winterfell. I prefer being an only child. <laughs> Somewhere in the northern woods, reek bolts for home while bolting the Boltons. Meanwhile in Pike, it's brother versus brother in a scaffolding match. Where's Tony Schiavone when you need him? See a Balon Greyjoy. What is dead may never die. And back in Castle Black, Davos gives Melisandre the pep talk of the century. She lays hands on on her board then it's Johnny 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 Johnny
1: Shame Shame Shame
0: There we go Episode two We're bringing him back. We've waited well over almost a year just to find out whether Johnny Snow was coming back in the snow when he was lying dead in the snow and if the red woman could really do it. So, but first, we got to go up to the tree where we haven't seen Brandon or Mira or Brewmeister. Wait a second, Brewmeister Smith wasn't there last time he was in the tree, it was some other dude. Now they've got. Max von Sydow as Dude in Tree, the Three Eyed Raven. That was sweet seeing him. If you've ever um, not seen Strange Brew, it's one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, especially if you're Canadian, you should go see it. It's one of the it's one of my favorite movies. And Max von Sydow is an evil dude in it. Hilarious. So there we are, up in the tree where we haven't been. They skipped an entire season. Because they just didn't have it, you know, for Brandon, Brandon, Bran Stark, because they're, and, and Hodor. So we hadn't seen Hodor in forever. So they start going, they start flashbacking, which was crazy, because we really haven't seen many flashbacks. And so they go right into Winterfell when Willis was a boy, or Willis. Willis is Hodor, and he saw Hodor, and he saw, um, which I think became, uh, Illyria Sand, or Illyria, um, Illyria Martell, she rides through, and little, is it little Ned Stark, I think, or the bunch of little children who are all, main characters are doing, doing some sword fighting, and then you see Brandon and Brewmeister Smith standing there, like, watching, and then Hodor, we see the story of Hodor, Willis. Willis is already, he knows, he's like, go, he drops his head when he, Comes at you and raises his head when he moves back, so know that. And he knew it, so he was ready to go grab a sword and start kicking some butt. And then old old Nan comes out and says, "No, no, no! You're a stable boy. You're not kicking anybody's ass." And like, oh, but he's a big guy. He's a big guy. Let him out. Let him out. You know. (laughs) So then we go back to Castle Black, and Alistair's ready. It's like, okay, do or die time, guys. so then the guys inside, or then Ed hasn't come back yet, and he's like, "Dude, we got to fight. We're gonna fight our way out of here," which is really crazy. I mean, six guys in a, six guys in a in a room, gonna try to fight their way out of it. Who knows what what was gonna happen there? I mean, you just had to figure something else was gonna happen, right? Yep. And then <laughs> you hear a bump. You hear uh, some pounding on the door, and nice big entrance of our buddy one one, the giant, comes in and all of a sudden it's face turned by the wildlings and they come and they stare everybody down and alistair Thorne's just like you got to be kidding me man you guys aren't going to fight these people and that's really alistair Thorne is a dick but he's actually true you know true to the true to the game you know he was castle black his entire life and he was doing what he thought was right, and he was actually giving Davos a, a, a good way out. He wasn't a total dick. I mean, he did <laughs> he did um, get a bunch of traitors and stab Jon Snow, but still, you know, he did what he he thought what, he was doing, what he had to do. So Ed shows up with the wildlings. Jon's still laying on the meat slab, but he, maybe not dead. I don't know so then we go back to king's landing there's a funny funny story by some dude we don't know talking about showing it showing it to cersei as she walked past and she (laughs) said she licked her lips that was funny could you imagine (laughs) that is a great story i'm sure that's not in the books but well maybe it is who knows and then uh, you see Cersei again, and she seems to be getting the hang of having Sir Robert Strong around him, i.e. the mountain. And then they have a fe- little face-off with the King's Guard and she backs down. She's like, oh, because uh, she doesn't get to go to Marcella's funeral. And they're like, well, there's one of him, but there's a bunch of them. Okay, I guess I'm not going to go. So then we had a good good scene there with Jamie and Father Dirtbag in the church there. Um he starts talking trash and Jamie's like I'm I I'm going to kill you right now pretty much and then Fetal from Year Kung Fu. <laughs> if you know anything about Year Kung Fu the video game, go play it and see Fetal. and that is exactly them. And it's funny that they don't have swords and I think that's a Dungeons and Dragons thing that I talked about that before if you're if you're a holy man you don't use a blade but so they just use you know maces and two befores with um some jagged edges on or something like that so jamie backs down and everybody i mean i just hate father dirtbag so much at this point so i guess we have to go back to marine and really who cares what happens in marine this entire season to tell you the truth um so then there's Varys and Missandei and Grey Worm, who are the, I guess, the small council of Marine now. And Tyrion has some great scenes. And then, then he goes, he's like, well, I'm going to go down. I'm going to have to talk to these dragons and see what I can do here. So he goes down there and does the ballsiest thing that anybody's ever done probably in the history of the world. He just starts chat- chatting with the dragons and knowing that they could have just burned him to a crisp whenever they wanted to. But he's like, "Nah, dude, I'm cool. You guys are cool. I'm going to tell you a story about how I wanted to drag him when I was a kid. And then he takes off their chains. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay, okay. I see what I see what you did there, kid. And the the way he walked out, the way he was walking back to the stairs was great. Great acting. They don't usually. I think they go out of their way to not show the full length of Tyrion a lot, but then they showed him right there. But the way he walked and looking over his shoulder and kind of did that little, had a little hitch in his giddy up, like I'm walking fast, but I'm not running. Great. So then okay the dragons are free (laughs) next time i have an idea like that punch me in the face and then Arya has another another day of getting her ass kicked and she's blind in the streets i'm how long did that go on but then then oh jock and hagar jock and hagar gets to talk to her and he's like uh what's your name and he's like i'm no one He's like i'll give you your eyes back if you're someone and she's like no i think she knew what to answer there she's like she's playing the game she knew what she was supposed to say but and it worked so she goes and she gets to get her eyes back and gets her room back and good for her then you know so back in Winterfell, you got the boltons discussing killing Jon snow and then Roos, you know makes it Roos always got a smart ass comment for ramsey like he always knows how to take him down a peg if you acquire a reputation as a mad dog you'll be treated as a mad dog Taken out back and slaughtered for pig feed. Ruth should have known better. You know, he should have known better because Fat Walter had a baby and he knew Ramsey. I mean, did he, did he know the full extent of the psychosis of Ramsey? I mean, he must not have. Or maybe he did. I don't know. But he never should have been standing that close to him. Or he underestimated him and thought he'd never stab him because he's a son. But he says a lot of dicky things. And there you go. See you, Ruth Bolton. And, you know, he's been around a long time. It was kind of an uneventful death for Roos, especially, you know, I mean, he did a lot of big things, but it's like, well, we're, we're done with you. We don't need anything else out of you, Roos. So. And then Ramsey takes. Ramsey, like, fat Wall, and just, she gave. She's like, I gave birth like two hours ago. Well, I need you down in the kennels. Um, put your fucking clothes on and get down there and then he goes to the kennels we keep we keep um keep pushing the kennels keep foreshadowing with the kennels and, and then while the after a little bit she's she finally realizes what the heck's going on because they said they didn't say ramsey wants to see you down in the kennels they said lord bolton wants to see you down there and and then she's like oh you're lord bolton i get it now Oh, come on, man. Don't kill me. I'll leave. I don't care. Just let me go. I don't give a, a crap about any of all this stuff. Goes on. He's like, nah. I think I'll feed you to these crazy dogs that I keep starving all the time. So good for you. See you. See you, Walda. See you, um, little, little, um, little Bolton boy. <laughs> oh, so then we go back. So finally we go back out into the, into wherever outside of Winterfell. And they're just uh you know, Brienne and Sansa and Theon and Potter just hanging out. Like, oh, I think I'll build a fire. Maybe get something to eat here. Now that we're free and we killed everybody. Like they should have been bolting for Bolton. They should have been bolting the Boltons more. But then Theon's like, oh, wait a second, man. Um, I'm out of here you know he's like well i gotta go i'm sorry i know you guys will be good at, at um at castle black with john snow but if Snow sneezes me, he's gonna kill me pretty much so i gotta go and i'm gonna go home because now i'm good and do we know do we really know if he lost his um uh, lost his member i don't know i think it was just implied maybe maybe he just thought that i think one of these days theon's just gonna pull it out not sure So then here we go. Here we go to the main event of the day in Pike Scaffolding match after um, uh, Greyjoy. Balon Greyjoy is such a jerk. I mean, he can't even not be a jerk. He's a jerk so much. Like, he can't not be a jerk. And his daughter's cool, and he tells her off, and is like, I'm going to walk over. Even though there's a storm, I'm just going to walk over this rickety, you know, you think they could build something more than a little rope ladder across these awesome things. But I wonder if there was like a, uh, a contingency plan for those towers. Like, okay, if they get to Tower 1, cut the bridge, and we'll go to Tower 2 and vice versa and VCBC VC all the way down to, to the third one. And then you just jump off into the sea because what's dead may never die. And then you get Euron Greyjoy, not Euron Greyjoy. Shows up and starts talking some serious smack because he's like, "I am the storm, man." I don't know. like his ego is enormous. And he's like, "Well, you're done, dude." And they go at it, and then it's scaffolding match, and it's over the top, and it's see a bail on Greyjoy. So there we go, and then we're, then we're done. Oh wait, no, we're not. <laughs> One more thing at Castle Black. Okay, Davos talks to Melisandre, and you know he doesn't at this point. He still doesn't know that she had Serene burned. So she's talking, he's talking her up and he's like, you you need to do this, dude. You need to bring him back. You need to use whatever magic you have. I've seen you birth demons and all this crazy stuff. You need to do something. And she's, her confidence, her confidence was shaken. So she didn't really know what to do. And then she's like, well, give it a shot. Um, Here we go. And she goes and lays hands on him. And then, you know, she's like, just come on already. I don't know what else I'm supposed to say here and a great shot of ghosts sleeping and everybody else is like well this ain't gonna work sorry sorry about your luck then they all walk out and the great ghost waking up was just great she he, he ghost just wakes up and was like oh i guess uh I'm going to go get something to eat, and then... <gasps> Johnny boy, Johnny boy, where have you been, oh, Johnny boy? Johnny boy, oh, where have you been, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where? You're
1: listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. And now on the Mark South Aram Show, Podcast. it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute two. with Johnny Kilbasa.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you where John, Johnny John Snow is. I mean, we're going to get to it right here because we're all the way up to Season 6, Episode 3, Oathbreaker. I'm going to give you one more. Game of Thrones Minute. You heard most of it last year, but... The Extended da, 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 Remix da, da, re-release da, da, coming at ya. Shame. 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 Oathbreaker. John was dead. John's alive and naked and confused. Happy nice watch. Easter and lady. Ladies all over the world become very jealous of Davos's blanket. Haha. <laughs> the red woman stands amazed. Where did you go? What did you see? I failed. Good. Now go fail again. Castle Black stands amazed, but Thorman finds time for a wiener joke. Meanwhile, on a ship, Gilly's smiling and Sam is puking. Gilly's going to stay at Horn's, Horn Hill with Sam's family while Sam goes to college. Meanwhile, in flashback, Brewmeister Smith shows Brandon that his dad wasn't as bad as he thought he was. Just call me the sword of the morning, Brandon. What's in that tower, Brewmeister? You hosiery? Young Ned Stark and Holland Reed have a fight. Sir Arthur Day in the sword of the morning. While Brewmeister Smith and Brandon watch. Who's in the tower? He must learn everything. Meanwhile, in Vice Dothrak, Khaleesi checks into Shady Pines for old cow widows and doesn't get as naked as she used to. Dosh Kalin. Meanwhile, in Marine, Varys fans himself and plays Vala like a lute. Tyrion plays a drinking game and says, History of the World is a history of great conversations in elegant rooms. (laughs) And it looks like the Masters of Astaphor and Yunkai and Volantis have funded the Harpies. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Kyburn gives birds plums for whispers. Jaime wants blood. Cersei wants Armageddon. The council wants a pity party. where the mountain makes Grandmeister Pysel fart in fear, and the high sparrow talks smack to the boy king, he's talking smack to everybody's riding high right now. But meanwhile, in Bravos, fear does not exist in this dojo. Blind Arya gets to sweep the leg. Which name would you like a girl to speak? Arya gets to drink the poison water and become. No one. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Little John Umber says, See you next Tuesday and bring Ramsey a couple of presents. Osha, Rickon, and a direwolf head. Welcome home, Rickon. Meanwhile, at Castle Black, John hangs his murders. See you, Alistair Thorne. See you, Ollie. And now, John's watch has ended.
1: Shame. Shame. Shame.
0: (laughs) So here we are, coming up on... A third of the way through season six, just like that. In the Sausage Hut, Game of Thrones rehash, only here on your Sausage Hut networks. Things that you'll find, one game at a time. <laughs> okay. Oathbreaker. Do 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 do. Should probably rewrite that. Um. the knights watch in castle black chase a boy right through the wall indicates a case of mistaken identity they stabbed him because he's a traitor <laughs> finally finally john's alive and it's back to business as usual pretty much i guess he's like well what do you what should i do bro and Davos is like i don't know what you should do he's like i failed they killed me <laughs> And I was like, yeah, we'll go out there and fail again. <laughs> so word spreads fast around Castle Black and I'm sure everybody thinks that he's a god. You know, he's now a god. And it's good to see Thorman back again. And they're like, okay, uh, now what? You know, what do we do? And they're like, I think you're a god. I, I seen your wiener. No god has a wiener, that's small, that's good. That was good good stuff so if you don't remember sam and gilly bolted for old town because sam gets to go to meister school meister university good for him and they're down down in the hull of a ship going south i guess and sam's not taking it very well and gilly's just happy he's like oh i'm gonna go with you to old town everything's gonna be great and sam's like no uh they won't let you stay with me in old town and then uh, it's like, well, I'll stay in Old... T- or, or they won't let me stay at the Academy of Meisters. And um, Gilly's like, uh, well, I'll stay in Old Town. And Sam's like, no, nah, you're going to go to Horn Hill and stay with my, my family. I mean, everybody is nice in Horn Hill except my dad, who's a dick. So whatever. So then we go to Flashback, which everybody has been waiting for forever. You know, I forget what they call this. the, the Something Tower. And then you got little Ned Stark and the Sword of the Morning and you hear screaming going on, like, what the hell's going on in that tower? We don't know. And then um, Ned's like, uh, dude, what's going on here? You're the King's Guard for the Mad King and I'm part of the rebellion. And the best swordsman around's like, yep, yeah, well, here's where it begins. And Ned's like, no, here's where it ends. And I guess the story went that Ed just, Ned just beat him Beat the best swordsman in the world but it turns out that joran reed who got stabbed early on came back for the save at the end and brandon's like dude i thought he was much more of a badass than that even though he really wasn't so there you go but that's not what everybody was looking for we, 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 we will eventually go into the tower and see what's going on up there and brewmeister smith's telling brandon you must learn everything man we, i got the flex capacitor and we're just going back and forth and back and forth So meanwhile, in Vice Dothrak, we're killing a season because Khaleesi doesn't have anything better to do. They get to go back to the old Cal widow's home and she gets to talk some smack with all the other, you know, it's like, oh yeah, uh, you thought you were going to conquer everybody with your cow Drogo? Yeah, well, I had a cow Drogo too and I thought the same thing. So why don't you just get comfortable, sister, because nothing else is going to come of it. You're going to sit in this freaking temple and make fires and look at people weird and you know, get to light get to cut some ribbons at the ceremonial first pitch and all that kind of stuff so, that's what they do and then we go over to Marine or down to Marine, back over there in Essos and Varys gets some Varys has his little birds whispering and he finds that hooker who killed one of the things and he's like well, um, I know everything about you uh, you can tell me what's going on and leave town or, you know take behind what's behind door number three i don't know what she actually decided i don't remember if she said okay i'll take some gold and a way out because that's what i would have done except if you didn't know where you were going i mean where are you going to go now the whole world's coming apart but she probably doesn't know that or maybe she does or maybe she thinks the world's coming apart and she wants to go somewhere else where it might not be going apart i don't know maybe she wants to go down around the horn to bravos but that's a nice big sale who knows so king's landing everybody's mad and Kyburn Q- has a great scene here with some sugared plums from Dorne giving them to the little birds whispering and like Varys gave us Varys gave us candies me 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 and Kyburn's like here's some candies kid now get out of here and then uh, yeah they have a little scene there and Grandmeister Parcell is not there even though it's his lab laboratory <laughs> and then we have a small council pity party yada yada yada. You know, it's like, you guys can't be in here. No, well, you can't be in here. Well, I'll just leave if you are going to be in here, meh. Kevin's such a douche. I want to root for Kevin, but he didn't do anything worth rooting for, so. Arya gets one more fight, you know, and then, or she she gets her, no, she doesn't get her um, sight back yet, but she's learning how to fight blind, and she's learning to sweep the leg, and she's learning that fear does not exist in this dojo. And she's gonna be the all valley karate champion, one way or another. And she gets to, she finally starts beating the wave, and then um, she gets to go to the poison poison water tank, and you know everybody else who drank out of that died. So I'm like, what are we supposed to do? You know, um, she's like, well, uh, this killed everybody. There must be some kind of crazy magic going on. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't know you know what what magic's holding up the wall what magic is killing these killing the poison water but then he's like oh if you're truly no one the poison water will not kill you which is crazy but i mean who knows if it'll ever be explained you know i'm just gonna go along with it at this point so she drinks the water and now she's cool and she gets her eyes back that was nice and so up in up in Winterfell, little John Umber, who's awesome, um, he doesn't care what's going on with the, the, the Boltons, and he's not afraid of Ramsay at all, and he had nothing good to say about Roose, but then he's like, uh, listen, uh, you, we're gonna work together whether you like it or not, because look at this, I got Rickon and his direwolf head. So I thought if the direwolf died, like, well, I guess Sansa's direwolf died a long time ago and she's still alive, so. Rickon who we haven't seen in forever he shows up in Osha hope you know Osha's great she was one of our favorites back in season one season two so she's back at home and Ramsey just is delighted so then uh, yeah welcome home Rickon and then we're just going to end it with out at Castle Black and our boys are in the in the gallows right where they should be um, the one dude and then there's Alistair Thorne and little Ollie who's aged a year overnight. That You'll have that in television. He comes back just long enough to take it. He's like, yeah, sorry, Ollie. I had big plans for you. Uh, thought you were going to be my boy. You know, I was going to groom you. And uh, no, you had to stab me. So i uh, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill you. No justice in Ollie's life, man. None at, all, none at all. I mean, he watched his parents get... everybody. He watched everybody new get slaughtered. Goes to Castle Black, which is the, the worst place on Earth. And then... <laughs> Gets talked into stabbing Jon Snow, and then ends up getting hanged. <laughs> Another great line at the end here, where Jon takes off his his robe and gives it to Ed, and it's like my watch is ended. Peace out, and that's how we go. That's how it goes, you know. So that's that. Three big ones there. So we're gonna try to do four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, or seven. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Kowski back on the horn. Hopefully tomorrow, but we will. We'll get through them all before Sunday. So you're hopefully listening to this on Tuesday morning or Monday night if I get it up there. So that's it. Season six, episode one, episode two, episode three from Johnny Kobasa in the Sausage Hut. Listen to my other podcast. if you, by chance, Game of Thrones brought you here instead of being a fan go listen to my other podcasts they're funny and absurd and they ask nothing of you politically or ideologically other than
1: uh